0: and welcome back to From Tits to Toes. I am Dr. Michaela Rush, an OBGYN. And I am Dr. Ann Sharkey, a podiatrist. And welcome back.
1: Yeah. So this weekend, what are we, the second or third weekend in May?
0: I know, I've lost oh count. Oh my gosh, already. I have no idea. I know. Well. <laughs> it's, it's already halfway through May, Is all I know. That's it's true. Like it is
1: day. May 15th. My Apple Watch sent me some sort of message today. and It's like, the month is half over. Close your rings fourteen more times to win an award, and I was like, "Don't boss me around, Apple
0: Watch." <laughs> Don't boss me around. Don't boss me around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well, Meredith finished school, so last already? Thursday, yeah, they get done super early. Last Thursday was her last day of first grade, so Aww. we celebrated that we have a little second grader in our house now.
0: What are y'all doing with her for the summer? Yeah. So she's hanging out at home
1: right now. There's nowhere to go because the public schools are still in session for a few weeks. So this week she'll be at home largely. And then, um, next week there's a sports camp at her school for a few days. Uh And then we have like another week of nothing. And then she's actually going to get to go on a a little Wisconsin vacation with my mom. So she's going to go home and see all the family for a few weeks and then uh, my mom will bring her back right before her birthday at the end of June. So
0: that'll oh, nice. be her
1: summer adventure, which I'm so excited she gets to do.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds awesome.
1: And I'm kind of planning all the places we're going to go out to eat while oh, she's yeah. gone.
0: I know. I would exhaust whenever my kids would be gone for the week or so. We would get, we'd be exhausted just spending every night like going out and picking <laughs> a different restaurant. And we we're more exhausted when they were gone because. Yeah. We feel like we've got to do something, yeah. Because we don't have kids, like it's like you have a babysitter every night, right? You have you're yeah. free, so we would go to a different restaurant or different, you know, event every night and get in late. And I was just I was just tired the whole week. Yeah,
1: I imagine there's going to be a lot of that. Um, yeah. So other than that, this weekend we've just been what a, decluttering or cleaning the house. We have the photos for the realtor coming up yeah. next week, and so there's a lot of. Of cleaning and sorting through things and I told you I don't know where all the stuff comes from but whenever I go through these moves I want to become a minimalist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my family agrees with that but I would like to be <laughs> one of those people who has like seven pairs of clothes and uh, seven, seven things enough and then we're done. I don't know. <laughs> like
0: I'm gonna channel Marie Kondo. Yeah
1: exactly. I do. I have actually been better about that. Like if I look at something, I don't think about it very long. It's just, do I need to use this? And Tom was telling me, he was watching a podcast recently, and it's like if something can be replaced in less than 20 minutes for $20 or
0: less, and you're not currently using it, throw it away. You can get another one if you need it later. That's my husband's theory. He throws everything out. I'm like, I still need that. And then I have to go buy it again. I just ordered <laughs> Amazon again. I'm like, stop throwing it out. I feel just like there's always that day. in the
1: relationship, right? Like there's the thrower-awayer and then uh-huh. there's the keeper. And so you have yes. to find the balance between the two because I'm definitely like the thrower-awayer. Like we don't want this anymore.
0: Um, <laughs> and, and other people in my family, namely my daughter, are the keepers of things. I so. know. I'm the keeper. I'm like, we're going to use it at some point. Like it's meant for parties or it's meant for events right. or something so it's not meant to be every day we're gonna use it eventually it just goes up on the shelf until that we part need is today. hard you buy stuff for birthday parties or different things
1: and you're like yeah it's taking up space but if you can save yourself from buying it three times in your life well then you've done a good thing
0: yeah like just keep it on the shelf and use it when you need it <laughs> yeah what about you what have you been doing well i've just been on call all weekend it was a little busy yesterday i had a few deliveries last night but okay Um, New
1: babies in the world.
0: Yes, bringing more babies in the world. (laughs) Oh, so
1: sweet. You're watching
0: some Netflix, right? Yeah, I watched a few Netflix. (laughs) 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 Hey, you gotta relax when you can. I know. I've I've, I've watched a few now, yes. I I start a few when I'm on call at the hospital. Right, there's not much much else to do there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides, oh wait, I did see the, um, was it a reel or a TikTok that you made sitting in the delivery, like on the bouncy ball? (laughs) Oh yeah, a birthing ball. Yes. Oh yeah, birthing ball. Okay. <laughs> the bouncy ball. <laughs> it was a good one. I liked it. I found that I found that very interesting. So, oh, well, I think both of us pain are options. having. options. Yeah, some somewhat low. We'll have to do a podcast on that. I thought that that was a really great summary. But then I thought, well, this would be a good podcast episode that we could cover.
0: Oh yeah, that would be like pain control options in yeah pregnancy or in labor. Um yeah, and it's hard because you're limited to such a small amount of time. So, you know, technically I don't cover everything on yeah. those little reels because the reels are only 30 seconds. And yeah, then, 60 seconds or 30 seconds. Well, TikToks can be 60 seconds and then reels can be 30 seconds or less. Wow. Um, okay. The yeah, Instagram TV can everything. be You can't cover wow. everything in 30 seconds. Right, and so I actually had two separate uh, videos. One is a TikTok video because it was 40... 8 seconds or so and then the I redid it in a shorter amount of time to get it under 30 seconds just for a reel. Uh, but my longer version was the TikTok version. All right. Well, yeah. I just planned you a
1: new episode so coming soon labor labor pain control options.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. That would be Great. Well. All right, nice all right. Well, <laughs> all right totally
1: everyone. <laughs> well, so today's episode is going to be a little bit interesting, fun and different and we are going to talk foot fetishes. So Let's dive in. Okay, so today we're going to talk about foot fetishes. And I will be honest, this is very different than I expected as I started to research it. So yeah. in my head, right? Because people will come into our office and they'll say, well, you must be obsessed with feet or you must have a foot <laughs> fetish. And so I always, I guess, operated under the assumption that a foot fetish was an obsession with feet. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess I right? kind of thought so too. Yeah.
1: I think Ooh. it falls under that category, but this is more – in the DSM or in the psychological diagnoses, it's way more sexual. Yes. Like so, an official foot fetish is a sexual interest in feet. Ah,
0: okay. Right, and so that. Well, and what, I, I assumed it was kind of sexually linked, but like an obsessive. Yeah. There's an obsession, this, I guess, on feet. Or yeah, something. there are just some
1: people who are like really obsessed with the way their toenails look or the the shape of their feet. Some people really love baby feet. And then there's the opposite, and there are people who are just abhorred by feet, like they don't want anything <laughs> to do with it. But this is okay. different. Okay, so mm-hmm. and officially, a foot fetish, which is mm-hmm. also known as po- podophilia, is a sexual okay. interest in feet. So either you get sexual pleasure from feet, or you consider them part of sexual gratification. Like just looking at them could count. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about oh. that. I will first say, I've never discussed this really with a patient. I've had people who are very, like I said, either very turned off by feet, like they just gross them out, or people who are really obsessed with the appearance of their feet, but I've never encountered this in practice in that a discussion about the sexual part of feet. I have in discussions with colleagues had some people who have encountered this in their office though, but never personally for me.
0: Is it ever a patient like that has a foot fetish about themselves, like or showing you their feet. Do, do people have a sexual connection to someone else looking at their own feet, or just so looking at someone else's?
1: Kind of go both ways. Okay. Um, so we'll cover that a little bit when I. So I really researched on um, up to date and WebMD. So these are my sources for this information. Foot fetish is one of the most popular fetishes that exists, aside from the genitals. And there's some reasons why they believe that. So one of the things is the nerve density in our feet. So outside of our genitalia, there's the highest nerve density It happens to be in your feet. Which is why a foot massage
0: is so amazing.
1: Yes, exactly. And so they're saying that your feet are covered in the nerve endings. And so if there's more nerve endings, there's more sensation that Mm -hmm. this – In the brain, when your feet are stimulated, it activates the same areas in your brain that if your genitals were stimulated, which I found fascinating. I was like, really? Okay. All right. So there can be different types of foot fetishes. You can either have an obsession with bare feet or… You might be someone who prefers what they call adornments on the feet, so maybe stockings or garments. Some people like toe rings or jewels. I was
0: thinking, I was picturing toe rings when you toe said Toe rings,
1: that, yeah, which I find really. Uncomfortable or shoes. There's actually a very specific name for those with a shoe fetish, though, and that's called retifism. And um, it could be any kind of shoe, sandals, high heels. It just depends hmm. on, on your preference, but you may have a shoe fetish. And I think that's probably most popularly thought of, right? People who are obsessed with shoes or have a lot of shoes, they must have a shoe fetish. But I think My that fetish is really.
0: Like link sexually, like a yeah, sexual – but
1: like to use the word fetish appropriately, you would be talking about a sexual arousal because of that, not necessarily just yeah. an obsession or desire to have a lot of shoes. So yeah, it says people with a shoe fetish, they might like wearing shoes themselves. They might like seeing others wear shoes or they might like to use the shoes for sexual gratification, which oh. is interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: yeah, so it depends so- on the shoe. <laughs> exactly. It, it depends. It depends on the shoe. Some people have both a foot fetish and a shoe fetish. And then it says people can, some people like clean feet. Some people are obsessed with the odors of feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Some people prefer small feet and some people for, prefer large feet. So I guess just like everything in life, it everybody is a little bit different. Um, anything. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of information. I don't know how much we'll dive into it. That talks about how to explore your A-foot fetish and that um, different things you could try if you were interested in learning more about the feet. So let's let's dive into that a little bit.
0: Okay. I'm here to learn.
1: You're here to learn, right? Okay. So it says you yep. know some people are very nervous to bring this up, obviously, if you're in a new relationship, but that you should discuss it with your partner. Things that you could do to introduce it would be giving or receiving a foot massage, sucking on toes, okay, kissing certain areas of the feet, washing each other's feet, getting a pedicure, which that's enjoyable. Uh, Yeah, I'd say sure. Um, (laughs) Sending sending foot selfies to your partner. So yeah, you could sexualize the feet somehow. Sexy feet. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. And then the very last one says giving or receiving a foot job stimulating the genitals using your feet. But then it goes in to say your feet oh. are not as nimble as your hands. I was so just it it, I was practice. just
0: imagining yeah, okay, I was just imagining that in my head. And I was thinking, gosh, that seems like they've got to have skills. I mean, a lot of because, work. I mean, I feel like my toes would cramp. Yeah, I would find that very difficult. <laughs> and you know, I, I feel like it would be a whole workout. <laughs>
1: no, or and maybe you have really long toenails. So then there's some safety oh, advice no. for using your feet sexually, right? So mm-hmm. make sure your toenails are trimmed because the sharp edges can be very dangerous to the gentle, fragile tissue of the genital.
0: Yeah. yeah, we don't need to cut up things and like mm-hmm, have issues um, on there.
1: On a more serious note, though, so you can transfer uh, athlete's foot, skin fungus, or toenail fungus. So you want to be cautious about any infection in the feet. You can have open sores on their feet. Um, warts, plantar warts, or molluscum, that can transfer. It's the same virus. Oh, and no. so, right? If you
0: have open sores on your feet, um, they should not be on the other person's genitalia.
1: not be there. So no. use caution if you have any of those situations. Happening yes. mm-hmm. prior to that, um, <laughs>
0: right? Are you learning so much as I've? Ever- I, I am totally learning. Like I, to me, I would think that would be a no go if you have open sores and things on your feet. But Ugh, I, mean, I guess, so, I guess you have to tell people that. Yeah,
1: and you know, there have been some instances where I've read about wound cultures, and when you will run a wound culture of uh, this would be of a foot wound we know which bacteria primarily come in the foot. And so sometimes you'll run a culture and then bacteria comes up that you're like, hmm, that's not typically found in the foot. So e- like E. coli is one, right? Often that's in feces. Okay. And you're like, how did the E. coli get to your
0: foot? Uh, I was thinking, i like, what do you find it on there? Chlamydia, gonorrhea, trichomonas? Yeah, like, e. coli primarily
1: on? is e. coli, that one oh, where okay. you're like, hmm, this doesn't belong here.
0: So, yeah. it can happen, folks. <laughs> I guess you can transfer all kinds of weird bacteria Exactly. Around. Yeah, just so, use clean feet, people. Keep your feet clean. Get a pedicure, yeah. massage. And then, but then, I mean, if that isn't
1: enough to gross one out – the shoe shoe fetish people using shoes for sexual gratification that one really weirded me because it's like try licking the straps try licking the sole there is nothing more disgusting to me than thinking about licking the sole of a shoe
0: yeah the bottom like this bottom sole of it has probably been in fact in
1: I think they've done studies in hospitals and they you know they do, they'll do like touch surfaces and yeah. when they swabbed the bottom of like our OR shoes or, you know, we'd wear dance no. goes around. That was the highest contaminated, nastiest. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, this is a total tangent, but I, I keep mine in my garage to this day. Yeah, like I was going to
0: my- say, I don't even bring them in the house. No. Like Mine stay in the garage. Yeah. I just put them on on my way out the door. Mine don't even Work come in the house. Work shoes do not come in the house. Since
1: living in Texas, though, I am, like, freaked out. There's going to be a scorpion inside of it. So I, like, store them upside down on a really high shelf so that I don't encounter a scorpion or a a spider in my shoe. You
0: got to shake it out first.
1: Shake it out. That's right. I'm like, I learned that. Don't lick the sole.
0: Don't lick the bottom.
1: No, that's disgusting. There's so much dirt everywhere in this world. That would be awful.
0: But I'm assuming, in my mind, I'm assuming a a shoe fetish person – it has a shoe like in their closet, like a nice shoe. I'm picturing like a nice, pretty right, shoe. Like
1: you wear like a fancy high heel and you're going to get dressed up and you put yeah, it on. I'm
0: picturing it like new and out of the box, like when it's like super sexy and new and bright and shiny or but maybe what, I guess it could is be. This what I hope is what happens. I yeah. know. Maybe it could be anything though. I guess it could be a, a Na- old Navy flip flop for all I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Poor Old Navy. I'm always knocking on their flip-flops. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on.
0: I showed you mine. I have my Old Navy flip-flops in the backyard.
1: You know, I, I'm disappointed.
0: <laughs> I'm going to buy you a
1: pair of ufos. <laughs> uh, no. So that that is there's not a ton of information out there. Apparently, there are a plethora of online groups, dating sites, porn sites, and apps that you can reference if you have a shoe or a foot fetish and you'd
0: like to explore it more. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of groups out there. Yeah, and, I
1: guess it says there's like so much out information out there. And I mean, yeah, it's
0: probably a super common fetish. You just got to find your group or, you know, it online. Is, it is. It's the, one of
1: the most common. It's yeah. so common according to the research out there. I don't think, you know, in terms of all the fetishes. So you're not alone. I think
0: most partners would be amenable to foot yeah. fetish things because it's right, not. It's like,
1: I mean, Crazy. who doesn't
0: want a foot massage or a pedicure? Right? Yeah. It's like, sure, give me a foot massage. That's all yeah, right. Yeah. I'll send you a picture of my feet. No problem. <laughs> I'm down. Sounds good
1: to me. So, as long as you um, have
0: consent, I think uh, foot mm-hmm. fetishes are fine. If
1: yeah. Doing no, it.
0: nothing. It was just That's very great.
1: interesting because, honestly, for something that involves the anatomy that we treat every single day, we didn't discuss it in school. Um, and like yeah. I said, it's usually brought up in a joking manner by patients like, oh, you must be obsessed with feet," and, you know, yeah. haha. Just like I'm sure people are like, oh, are you obsessed with vaginas? Like, no.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Like, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's just, it's my job and, and I like it, but I don't have an obsession
0: with it. So yeah, no, I totally learned some stuff today. Interesting.
1: All right. So everyone, if you have any fun stories about foot fetishes or shoe fetishes, we
0: would to Or if you have a foot that. fetish. Yeah, or if you have a foot fetish. Yes, so us leave know. us
1: a message. Tell us, like, tell us about it. We want to hear it.
0: That's it for today. Thanks again for tuning in. We have been loving all of the feedback and the questions that we're receiving, so just keep them coming.
1: Don't forget, if you want to leave us a voice message for your story about a foot or shoe fetish, just go to the link at the bottom of the description in the episode. You
0: may even hear your question or comment on the show. And remember to subscribe so you'll be the first to know every time we release a new episode. We are so grateful for all the downloads, reads, and reviews. These help to drive our podcast up in the rankings and makes it easier for others to find us. Do you have an interesting idea or question you want answered here on the podcast?
1: send us an email at tits 2 podcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at fromtits2toes. To and remember, keep your
0: tits up and your toes down.